Welcome to the Nicole Romero Creative Podcast. I'm Nicole, an equine assisted empowerment coach for creatives. Along with my horses, I am here to guide you to a more empowered and authentic creative life. Each week, I will dive into industry and inner work topics and offer tools and resources, including some horse wisdom and or share an interview with a fellow creative about their personal journey. If you are ready to begin living your creative purpose and a life of more joy and meaning, then this is the show for you. Let's get started. Hi, friends. It is so good to be back with you all. I really appreciate your patience with my week absence. I really needed it. If you listened to the last podcast, you know that I was in Canada at Epona Rise Retreat Center with my mentor, Hilary Schneider. Um, I will make sure to link that in the show notes if you want to check that out. Um, and it was technically the last retreat uh, of my horse medicine leadership training, uh, though I think I will be back <laughs> uh, for some other retreats anyway. And um, it was an amazing time. It was very different from my last trip. Uh, if you heard, uh, I have a podcast, I think it's called Horse Magic in Canada. Uh, that was for my last trip there. Uh, and this one was very different. Um, I had still had some pretty big breakthroughs. Just um, It just looked different. And I also was, because this was the last retreat, I was, I was full on facilitation mode. Uh, last time we got a little bit more time to ourselves. Just uh, It was a smaller group too. It was only two of us last time and there were six of us this go around. And um, we were able to take some more reflection time with the herd. Uh, and, uh, this time, uh, the horses decided I needed, even though Hillary was going to give me a day to, to kind of have for my, myself, the horses decided I needed to get thrown right in there. Um, which is where I'll start. I, uh, we all, interestingly enough, we all had serious travel issues, headed into this retreat. I got stranded in Atlanta. Um, another woman lost her bag. <laughs> she was without everything for a couple days. Um, we had uh, crazy accidents on the road for people driving. And it was just everyone had something. And um, on the way out, I think that we all had pretty smooth trips on the way back out of it, though. And it was kind of indicative of um, or reflective of the way things went for us there. A lot of us had very common themes and, and things coming up and we all went in with some of this chaos and we left, uh, with a lot smoother, um, smoother travel on the way back. And I think it was just uh, very, um, reflective of our, our journeys on our time there during the week. And, uh, but on the first day I, I had, I, first I should say, none of the horses I really engaged with last time really came forward this time. I mean, maybe loosely in the background, but for the most part, it was all different horses, which is always fun to see who is going to come up for us. Like, what do we need? Whose energy do we need to, to be in um, based on where we are? And... The first horse that came up to me this time was Malachi. And if you follow Hillary, you know he's this gorgeous, huge, white, I think, Percheron. Um, and he has had a, a long um, 
road of, of adjusting and, um, you know, getting comfortable playing in the herd. He's one that really likes to take his space. He is very sensitive and, um, has really just started to like really come forward for people in the last, uh, I don't know, six months or so. It's, you know, obviously Hillary can speak to that better, but just from what I've witnessed of his journey, um, and so I always uh, I kind of identified with him from the time I started following Hillary because of his sensitivity. And um, so I was very honored when he came forward for me first. And it was very brief. It was just like an acknowledgement of, <laughs> hey, I'm going to set your week up for you. Uh, he had actually gone up to one of the other ladies first. And um, he uh, then he took a turn and came straight up to me. I was sitting up on the hill on a stump kind of by myself. And he came up right by me and looked at me, gave me a big release. And then he uh, moved on. And it was uh, kind of my (laughs) get ready to get uncomfortable, (laughs) you know, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And it's time to move in. It's time to to step into this. And uh, if I can do it, you can do it, uh, as Hillary put it to me. And so it was lovely having that sort of first initiation. I was like, man, <laughs> oh man, what's coming for the rest of the week? Um, but as soon as that happened, I kind of moved into the space and um, the herd decided I did not need um, a lot of time for myself, that it was time for me to step in and start facilitating or at least observing in that moment. And I kept getting drawn in. Uh, one of her horses, Shiva, was kind of my guide for the whole rest of the week. And he kept showing up in these spaces. And I just felt drawn to him and his energy. And I didn't know that he was really showing up for me in the beginning um, until I got later on in the week, which I I may share that story. I might save it for another podcast. But um, he was basically pulling me in. And so I felt like during this first session, I was really getting called in as a witness that I was meant to be there witnessing these different exchanges because I would get moved to these spots where I could witness what was going on with some of the exchanges with the other ladies. And it was beautiful and it was powerful for me to, to see. And also for me to be able to, um, share in their reflection, like, you know, what being able to offer back to them in a way, um, from what I was seeing, um, and just having that extra viewpoint. Um, but also as a reflection for myself, uh, as I mentioned, you know, we all had similar themes and things going on and it was, it was great to get called in to that space by the herd kind of immediately. Well, it was great. And I was a little scared too, because (laughs) I didn't know if I was quite ready, uh, to move in just yet because I hadn't fully landed, uh, from my travels. So, um, but there I was nonetheless. And, you know, what, what really came through and we had a beautiful discussion, um, at dinner that night, or maybe it was lunch. I don't remember, but, um, about the power of witnessing and the power of being seen. And, you know, sometimes like all we want is, is to be witnessed and, and we forget how powerful it is. Like we think that, that something has to be done when we see something, like when something's going on, like if we're not doing, it's not enough, but sometimes it's just the being, it's just the knowing what's going on. It's the observation, it's the witnessing. 
And so the power of, of witnessing these exchanges was a space that I was being called to be in. And, you know, how often can we be that for somebody? How often can we just bear witness to people? We don't have to do something. We don't have to fix something. We don't have to, to move in and change it. We just have to witness it. And there's just such power in that. And so that was kind of my first day and something that as I went throughout um, the week, I really kind of found my power in that. And as being a space holder and being able to uh, help create the container for women to have have these moments and to allow the horses to, to bring their medicine and just kind of becoming part of that herd and part of that space uh, in the environment. Because, I mean, nature was a big uh, component for this retreat as well uh, with all the ladies. And um, being able to be a part of the whole uh, macro as uh, what came up um, that a couple of the other ladies shared the macro versus the micro, but being part of that big thing um, to witness all the little things that are happening within and how it all flows together and creates this beautiful moment. Um, And so I found a lot of who I am as a facilitator within that space, within the you know, within my ability to, to bear witness and also be able to offer reflection, uh, without having to do a whole lot. Um, you know, allowing the horses to show up where they know that they need to show up and, and taking their cues and, and responding instead of reacting. And so it was just a new side of, well, no, not a new side. It was a deeper side of me that I was able to really, land in this week. And that's what I ended up saying by the end of the week. I felt like I really landed in myself uh, of who I am and knowing that I don't have to show up the same way as any of these other facilitators do. You know, we all have beauty within our gifts. We all have our own way of doing things and we all have um, our special purpose within what we're doing. You know, even if we're all doing the same quote, job in terms of what we might check off, you know, on a box for all doing equine guided coaching or equine facilitation, you know, we all have our own gaps to fill within that. And that's the beauty of it. And so how can we deepen that? And how can we like settle more into where our gap, where are the gaps that we need to fill are what our gifts are within that and how we can really embrace it? Because no matter what we're doing, no matter what career we're in, if we're doing something that we love and where we are getting to share and create impact and express ourselves, you know, we still have our own space to fill. And, you know, I really started thinking about like what, you know, I said landing in myself, what does it mean to really land in yourself? And if I look at my herd and the way that we have been integrating um, over the last uh, two years now with my three. Um, I will be sharing an episode with my 
uh, on one of Hillary's podcasts coming up soon. If <laughs> when I decide to record it, um, about Leo, uh, my gelding and I've quite the journey I have had with him, but just in short, when I look at his journey of where he came in, in this very much high stress, high anxiety, like very, um, you know, afraid of a lot. Um, and the journey that we've been on as I've simply just been being with him, you know, there's no agenda other than the little things that we try to do to make it easier with the farrier. Cause that's really his only, um, hang up the farrier and, and leaving, leaving the pasture, um, with his other horses, you know, he, he gets, uh, you know, worried because, you know, how, scary is it when we think about horses and they just never know if they're going to see their friends again when they get taken away and what's going to happen and with my three they've all been through a lot and a lot of changes um and so they've had time to really kind of settle in these last two years and so my job has been to the job I've appointed myself to make sure that I am bearing witness to each of them individually and that I'm honoring what I'm seeing and letting them know part of what we do in this work with the horses um, is we're letting them know that we see them and that we respect their space. You know, when we come in, we do this thing where we pause and we um, sort of feel the different energy levels. You know, we see we see the flick of the ear. We see the raising of the head. We know when they notice us and we pause to acknowledge that. Say, hi, I see you. And so what has come of that from my seeing them more? And this is not to say I'm, I'm done with this side of the work because I, it's always evolving and always growing and there's always new things to learn. But just in the two years that we've been doing this, you know, what has it created? It has created connection. You know, they know that I see them and they want to, um, they're curious about that. Like, Hey, I see that you see me and that you're acknowledging who I am and where I am in this moment. Um, you know, I can hear more clearly what their needs are because I'm paying attention to those subtle cues and, you know, I can see the differences between each of them when I notice how each of them responds in what way and what time and, and all of the, the things, they all have their own unique wisdom and their own medicine. And, um, I can bear more witness to that because I'm paying attention because I see them and it creates this whole overall sense of peace and calm and certain things that, you know, I used to do that would maybe freak them out, um, particularly with Leo, uh, you know, they don't anymore because I can read those cues. I can see them. I can see where they're at. I can see how far they've come and I can recognize them right where they are and they know that and they can feel that. So speaking to that and flipping it around, you know, how, how do we show up when we realize that we're being seen? You know, how do we, uh, you know, what, what changes about us when we are recognized? You know, if you're creating something and you're sharing it with the world and it's, it's a heart project, it's something that you've kept close 
and you finally decided to put it out there because it speaks so much to who you are, um, not just as a creator, but as uh, a human being, as a soul, as a, you know, light in this world, and you share it, and you suddenly are recognized for this. Um, you know, how does that shift the way you respond to things? You know, you are able to, you're able to speak up in a way you didn't think you could, you're able to find joy in in the process, you're able to find joy in the sharing. And you're able to, you know, you're, you're, more willing to connect with people because you have something you're excited to talk about. You have something that you're like, I'm so glad that you see this, that you witness this. I'm so honored to be able to share this with you because it means so much, you know, it shifts our whole way of being. And so when we can be in that place of where we want to be seen we want to be seen for who we are, for what we're doing, you know, for being. That is that is when we really land in ourselves. And it, it just comes as this more grounded and solid energy. Like I was able to say at the end of the week, you know, I really feel like I'm ready to step into this. I think last time I was like, I need to step into this. <laughs> You know, I need to start my, my business needs to get moving. We're so behind, like everything's seems to be going wrong with our property, like with, like with all the stuff and it's hard and, and to be honest, we're not that much further. We've taken baby steps, but I'm so much further in who I am and how I've been showing up and what I've been sharing that I feel different in it. You know, I, I feel different in the sharing. I don't feel so behind. I feel more solid that it's coming because I've just been taking the little steps to be more of who I am. And I think that when we can get to that place, you know, when we can look in the mirror and we're like, hey, you know, I remember you and I, I've missed you and I'm so happy that you're here speaking to ourselves you know, I think that that's when we are truly seeing us, you know, we can recognize and we can accept and we can feel worthy in who we are being. And that's really the moment. It's really the moment that, that we are landing. And I think that we're going to have several of those moments as we move into um more of who we are, you know, little bits of our soul is going to continue to come back and, and fill us and create more of what we want to be in this world. And each time it comes back, we just feel a little more solid in who we are, we just know ourselves a little better, and we can show up in whatever we're doing a little better, whether it's a project, it's our career, it's our uh, family you know, wherever we are, we can show up as more of that. You know, we, we just have to get to a place where we keep showing up and being unapologetic in what that looks like, what that process is. And knowing, you know, that our gifts, the gifts that come through are often found in the insecurities. They're often found in those places that we're afraid to share from. 
and getting comfortable with that and with our differences and knowing that all of that and being brave enough to share all of those things is what's going to push us into that space of being ourselves. Um, I just, I just had such a shift and I, I talked about this on a couple of podcasts ago. I felt like there was some shift coming and I feel like this is a big part of it in, you know, this new becoming, um, this new way, um, this new level of me and, and how I want to be in this and what that looks like with the horses, with the business, with my creativity. Um, you know, I can see it all coming together as a creative. I can see it all visually coming together in, you know, like on Instagram with my tattoo. That's why I love Instagram because it, to me it is, it is a lot of snapshots, but it really, you, if you go down and you scroll through all your stuff, you see the way that visually things start looking different. Um, and things start, um, coming together when you're on this journey of continuing to, um, find yourself and raise your awareness. And, um, so I can see it in my talismans and my, uh, you know, work with the horses and time with the horses and in my, um, reflections of my own journey and others. And it's, um, you know, it's just, it's a beautiful process when we can let ourselves be in it. And when we can get past all the chaos, all the crazy travel upsets and um, see how we can learn and see how we can grow and evolve and show up as us and, and land in all of who we are. So, um, I'll leave you with a quote from Encanto because I was, me and Piper, that's my four-year-old, were jamming out to Encanto music all night last night. Um, and one of my favorite songs is Isabella's, um, which but a lot of you can probably relate to as creatives. Um, oh, shoot. I can't remember what the song's actually called. Oh, What More Can I Do? And in it, it says it's not perfect, but it's beautiful. And that's what this process is. That's what this journey is. It's not perfect, not by a long shot, but it is beautiful when we allow ourselves to continue and to step into it and to embrace it. And I hope that that is inspiration for all of you to continue, no matter how beaten down you feel, no matter what's going wrong to continue to dig deeper and to continue to uncover all those hidden gems within and to let it all come to the forefront so that you can feel solid in who you are and you can feel like you've really landed and that you are here and you are present and you are ready to share yourself with the world. And with that, I will close out and um, I will be back next week. And I thank you all again for listening. I hope you had found some golden nuggets in here. I'll be sharing more about my trip to Canada throughout, but it's a lot to share in one day. So um, I'll be sharing more about Shiva for sure. And uh, 
um, yeah, I will. Uh, if you have any questions or any thoughts that come through from this podcast, uh, make sure to share with me. Um, message me on Instagram or wherever you feel comfortable. And uh, until next time, keep being you. Keep sharing your light in the way only you can. Thanks. Thank you so much for joining me on the Nicole Romero Creative Podcast. I hope you found this inspiring and motivating. And if so, please share with your friends or anyone that you think would enjoy this content. If you'd like to get to know me more, you can visit NicoleRomeroCreative.com. Find me on Instagram at NicoleRomeroCreative. And let me know anything that you want to hear in this podcast or ask any questions that this content may have brought up for you. So until next time. Thank you so much for joining us. And remember, creativity matters and your particular brand of creativity matters. So keep lighting up the world with what makes you real.